0: Bye. episode 169 of the q&a podcast my name is anthony and sitting right across from me via zoom as always is my pal de quincey
1: dude i'm so pissed off right now what happened we pushed this podcast back a day because we were expecting to see a bunch of ties in the game 162 uh, 163 and 164 and what did we get the yankees and the red Sox in the playoffs Again, like, we haven't seen that for five, you know, 5,000 times. It's like, we were like, yeah, we might see something new. Four-way tie for the wild card. Maybe the Mariners make a run. Uh, The Blue Jays might sneak in there. No, we get the same old, same old. I'm sick of it.
0: You know, I was going to try and – and I was going to bring that up. I was going to lead off with that. A more positive, man. (laughs) Nah, fuck that.
1: I'm tired (laughs) of seeing the Yankees and the Red Sox, dude. I'm sorry, though, because – you know when you cuz you me, know what they're going to do during the the, the game they're going to show all the old highlights for the last 50 years like oh the rivalry's back ooh and it's like i don't it's not fun but, anymore
0: it's not but let me tell you this I, and you know what I, I will agree with you on that i'm sick of the highlights of all the past rival you know i'm sick of all those the only the only footage that i will ever care about the Yankees mm. and Red Sox for the rest of my life i don't care what happens from now until then, the only footage that will ever matter or I'll ever care about is watching Pedro Martinez grab Don Zimmer by his bald head and throw that old man to the ground because that is one of the greatest things I've ever seen in a baseball game. As you approve life. of elder
1: abuse, that's what <laughs> you're sitting there and rubbing your hands like, yeah, beat that old man. Because
0: Pedro just, I mean, what was he thinking? I don't know, but man. I just, to this day, it, it just, I still can't believe that happened.
1: Don Zimmer thought he was 40 years younger than he really was. And Pedro had to teach him a lesson. I'm surprised that he, that he Pedro didn't get stomped out after that. It was just a bunch oh, of yes, young I, Like It's like, and that happened in Fenway, didn't it? It did. Okay. I'm like, if that happened in Yankee Stadium, them Yankee fans are jumping over the, mm-hmm. the guardrail and swinging on Pedro I can't believe that you, well it's the Yankees are all corporate heartless well I can't believe that no one stood up for poor Zimmer and you know <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> gave the Pedro the fade come on no one squared up
0: yeah I mean in, in New York I mean they would have the weapons would have definitely come out bats balls helmets it would all have been used yeah
1: but, but yeah, you that's know. your one favorite part of the whole thing. They're going to play that stupid montage at the beginning of the game. Like, oh, look at the rivalry, everything that's happening between, you know, Pedro and Roger Clemens and P- Big Poppy and David Ortiz. And uh, that's my reason. I I'm like, bro, I'm so sick and tired of this. I, I know why. Like, okay, ESPN puts the Red Sox and Yankees on – tv because they pop a big rating that's why they do that that's why they talk about them the same it's the same reason that they always talk about the cowboys people turn tune in but can't you find something new can we talk about how the roles are reversed and now the red Sox are the evil empire the team that spends all the money while the yankees are you know saving nickels and dimes (laughs) can we talk about that
0: yeah i mean the uh the story is always going to be the same. It's always going to be about the rivalry, mm-hmm. and you know,
1: show that Zimmer Pedro footage again. Like they're going to show. It's going to be in the montage before they start the game. They're going to have. Think a, it, I don't think it will The be. I montage. Think it- the yes. The montage is going to be Roger Clemens going from the Red Sox to Yankees. It's going to be Pedro tossing him down to the ground. It's going to be Pedro hitting some dude. Um, what was his name? The the, the catcher for the Yankees, the, the, the Jorge Posada. Posada throwing that attitude. It's gonna show. Um, the Red Sox come back in uh 2004. It's gonna be that over and over. I guarantee you, they have that queued up. They play the same thing every time these two teams meet. It's our. It was made three years ago. They've been waiting for this.
0: Well, I feel I feel like they wouldn't play it just because of like you said. It's you know. Elderly abuse. Elderly, elder abuse. But, um... So that's the reason why I feel like they wouldn't show
1: it. But... Oh, you're seeing it. I guarantee it, you. I'll put money on it. You're going to see Pedro... Five down Every time... Yeah, every time the Red Sox and Yankees meet up, you're going to see that old man hit the floor. Every time.
0: Let's put some money on it. I got Venmo. You got Venmo? Okay. I'm going to rob you. <laughs> <laughs> Will the Pedro Don Zimmer footage be in... <laughs> the montage at any point during Tuesday night's broadcast.
1: You're going to see it. All right, I guarantee
0: it. I don't think they will. I think you think so. 10 bucks.
1: All right. 10 bucks. All right. Fine. All right. I'm, a, I'm in because it's not just elder abuse. It's a piece of history. And they love playing up. They love playing up this. I'm telling you.
0: Like I said, don't get me wrong. My favorite piece
1: of Yankee Red yes. Sox history. You like watching old but- get beat up. We already discussed this. <laughs> You like the old just, bum. You go out in the streets of Houston during the winter. and You go watch the old man bum fights. I know you. Okay, it's all right. Just admit it.
0: I can neither confirm nor deny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Such such an accusation. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah. I mean, you know, so we didn't get the the chaotic scenario that you know that we were both hoping for because you know we talked about recording over the weekend on Sunday, and then I asked for you know, an extra day and you put it perfectly. You were like, this is perfect because this chaos scenario, this like crazy situation might happen where four teams are still in it for the last two spots. And I mean, man, that would have been amazing. I think that would have been, you know, I think the networks would have preferred that over over the game that we're getting tomorrow. Like just the outright game that we're getting tomorrow. I think You know, ultimately you always want that Yankees Red Sox matchup, but uh I think they would prefer the extra bit of drama to get there, to get to that that end goal.
1: Yes, it'd have been it definitely would have been more entertaining for fans and for the networks. Mm -hmm. Just you know, the Red Sox won, the Yankees won, the Blue Jays won, but it didn't matter because the two teams ahead of them won, and the Mariners shat the bed against the Angels. Which like I'm I'm sad for them because it's 20 years of frustration to haven't made the playoffs since Ken Griffey Jr. was on the team. However, mm-hmm. I was right on my mariners' prediction that they would be they would make a run at the wild card. So you know what? Yes. Sorry, Seattle. I'm I'm here for me. <laughs> I choose me. So I it's the only prediction that I can remember that I got right. I yeah. Like I tell uh, Anthony earlier, I cannot find the tablet that we had all our begin the, the year predictions on, and I guarantee you that as soon as I post this podcast, I'm going to come home, <laughs> and it's just going to fall out of a um out of a closet.
0: Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's usually how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, regardless, we've man, Yankees and Red Sox, yeah, it's it's same old, same old, but will still be an intense game. Of course, you know all the because of all the history, you know, it is hard to like not feel the intensity of, of that matchup, you know, whether you like it or not. And then in the National League, man, that's a the National League wildcard game is something that we we've expected to see for the, the National League Championship series over like that's something you know I think most fans have expected for many years is Cardinals versus Dodgers. But we're getting them as a one game playoff. Um, that's that's a crazy good game as well that they've got lined up for Wednesday.
1: Yeah, once again, Cardinals Devil Magic comes through in the clutch. Didn't <laughs> yeah. they win like eleven or twelve straight games?
0: It, I feel like it. Um, yeah, I think Devil Magic is, is the <laughs> only way to put it because um, the the whole season it was I I was. It felt like it was just going to be the Brewers and Reds for a long time. The Reds, for the longest time, uh, were in the running as well. But
1: Oh, okay. I remember this prediction. I predicted that no team in the NL Central would finish over 500. And not only did three teams do that, two of them made the playoffs. What the hell? Yes. Heck? I yeah, it looks like some... Cincinnati faded at the end. Yeah, but... Cincinnati faded at the end, and there are some other teams in in the national league that we can talk about that faded horrendously if you want to. Oh yeah. But let's go back to the, the Wild Card game. Yeah. Uh, the Dodgers won 106 games and the reward is a one game playoff against, <laughs> <laughs> against the most lucky shoehorn up the ass team that I've ever seen. The St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. Like if, we when we do a next podcast, which will be Wednesday night during the, the football, will you be surprised if you turn on the TV and see St. Louis has like a five to two lead?
0: No, uh, I mean uh, who's who's play who's pitching in this game? St.
1: Louis is Rain, Wainwright, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if the Dodgers have announced yet, but I'm sure it's Scherzer. Oh yeah, that's yeah. You're right, probably Scherzer.
0: Yep. Man, what a crazy matchup for a wild card game. <laughs> the two aces of the team. Well, no, I guess not Scherzer, but the, an ace on any other team in Max mm-hmm. Scherzer and Wayne Drive, who has had this ridiculous resurgence this year.
1: Who would you say the ace of the Dodgers is? It's, um, not Kershaw. The other kid's name escapes me right now.
0: Well, statistically, I think it was your UDS.
1: Oh yeah, UDS. He, want...
0: he went twenty and three. But it's either him or Walker Bueller.
1: That's he... what I'm thinking. of. Oh, thank you. Pitched really his well. name.
0: Yeah. But um, I mean Adam Wayne, right? Let's let's this let's get this guy let's get this guy a. Cup quickly because something's in the water in in St. Louis, man. Because this guy.
1: I'll tell you, they sacrifice virgins on top of whatever mountain that they have in St. Louis, the tallest hill, and that's how they get their powers.
0: Uh, I mean, from 2015 to last year, which was a short season, anyways, I mean, it looked like. I mean, he wasn't completely falling off the cliff, mm-hmm. but uh, but Adam Wainwright was, you know, looking like, you know, it was his time. Like father time was was a calling, and then all of a sudden, age forty season goes seventeen and seven with a f- almost sub three ERA,
1: mm-hmm.
0: one hundred six, one hundred seventy four strikeouts, one oh six WHIP. Just unreal for a 40-year-old starting pitcher. I mean, he'll probably win Comeback Player of the Year or something like that. I don't know. I mean, he might, he could be in the running for Cy Young at this point, but for a guy who looked like he was probably, I mean, by all accounts, looked like he was done. Jeez, I mean, he's starting in the biggest game of the season for the team and could possibly, has a good chance of winning.
1: Yeah, because um, the Dodgers will be missing first baseman Max Muncy. That's right. Um, injured his left elbow after colliding with Jace Peterson. And I'm like, okay, you can say that, but that was more like Jace Peterson colliding into him. <laughs> Um, So they're saying he's very unlikely to play. Uh, I think the report I saw on Athletic says he's going to be out for at least a couple weeks, may not make it back into the championship series if they make it that far. And um, did you know Kershaw is out for the season? Kershaw? No way. Uh, Yeah, I'm on MLB.com. It's like Kershaw is out for the remainder of the season after, after sustaining another left forearm slash elbow injury in his final regular season start last Friday.
0: Wow. So the the Scherzer trade makes is even bigger than it was earlier mm-hmm. in the season. Yeah, because Scherzer was there just to, I mean, he was there to replace he who shall not be named. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to name him, well, I don't care. Um, I just kind of forgot his name.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> you really? Oh, uh, no. Fuck that, dude. Yeah. Well, I, it just came back to me now, but
0: that, for a while, I forgot his name. But yeah, I mean, but now you, if you're on top of that, now Clayton Kershaw is out. Like that Scherzer deal looks even better at this point.
1: Mm-hmm. And the Dodgers are still the Dodgers. That, that lineup is stacked. Yeah, lineup, pitching rotation, bullpen, all of it looks like they're poised to go right back to the World Series. Mm-hmm. However, if they get knocked out in the, in the wild card game, they're going to catch these jokes about <laughs> that Mickey Mouse mini season ring.
0: Oh yeah, without a doubt. I
1: don't know if I was the Dodgers. This would be the team that I'm least looking forward to playing. Not just mm-hmm. because it's a one um, a one game a one game playoff, but it's also the 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 Cardinals always seem to ha- have things go their way, and I don't know. I we make the joke about the Cardinals' devil magic, but it seems like it's true more often than not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I still pick the Dodgers to win, but like I said earlier, if we turn on the game Wednesday night before we start recording in the and the. Cardinals are up five to two or six to one or something. I wouldn't be like shocked. I would just chalk it up to the Cardinals being like professional. The Cardinals, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, don't want to do predictions right now. Let's go back to the other wild card game. really didn't talk about it that much besides me bitching about the teams. <laughs> um, can we talk about Garrett Cole? Ooh, yeah, man. I mean.
0: Uh, what 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 happened? I mean, this guy what all happened? of a sudden
1: I mean he stinks. I'll tell you what happened. They started um targeting spider tack and he just cannot pitch. Or he's inconsistent. Mm-hmm. I just say he'll have games where um he had that one game against the Astros where he went nine innings the I can't remember, was that a shutout or a one? I can't remember, but he just basically dominated the Astros from beginning to end. And then they will have games against, like, uh, what was the game he had? In fact, let me look up his game stats right now. Go ahead and talk to me real quick, my friend.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, Houston, he went nine innings. Um, yeah, shutout. A three-hit shutout with 12 strikeouts on July 10th. But, uh, let's
1: see. I'm trying to get to his game logs, but fan graphs is not helping me right now.
0: And, I mean, he pitched well against some of the teams he needed to pitch well against. I mean, September 1 against the Angels, seven innings, 15 strikeouts, one earned run. Uh, but his next start was against the, the Blue Jays, which is a tougher <laughs> matchup. Uh, three and two-thirds innings. Three runs, two of them earned. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Cleveland on September 9th, 19th, five and two-thirds, seven earned runs.
1: I mean – I think that was the game he was booed off the mound too. Yeah, he's – Yeah, because it was a home game. Yeah, he's been very inconsistent. And there are some games, you know, he'll get a high streak. He can have two good games together. But then he'll have that one game, like, I'm looking – Uh, let's see uh, that you talk about the Houston game that's back in July, Houston, Boston, then at Boston. And those three games combined, he gave up four earned runs. And then the game after that, against the um, Tampa Bay Rays, he gives up seven earned runs and five and a third. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's – by far the best pitcher that they had, and he was a contender for the Cy Young. I don't know if he's going to win, but, man, I, I don't – he's not – it's not like when he was here in Houston with Verlander where you felt like as long as, long as this guy is on the mound, we're going to win. It's more like, well, he could go seven innings and give up no runs, or he can go two in the third and give up eight runs. hmm
0: I got to hand it to them, though, to the Yankees. I mean, I don't know. I don't recognize any of these pitchers on their team, hardly any of these pitchers. And they've positioned themselves to be in – to continue on in the playoffs. But I I don't – none of these guys feel threatening if they were to get past the Red Sox in this one one game matchup. I mean, this is just unbelievable that after Garrett Cole – who, again, like you said, is not a lock anymore. After Garrett Cole, I mean, what are you going to work with?
1: Um, hopes and prayers. Oh, Garrett Cole. Yeah. This still has Corey Kluber. Did he? Is he on the active roster? I don't even know. I don't even know how many starts he made. This year. Mm-hmm. we talk about the Yankees how many players do you know off the Red Sox which is crazy to say
0: yeah I was just about to look look up their roster um, how did Chris Sale do when he came back I mean how's he been doing
1: you know I have not paid attention to any of his games I can look at the game, log real quick. So far this year, nine games. Five and one? No, no, Nine games, 42 innings, and ERA of 3.16. So he's been good.
0: Yeah. Five and one, 52 strikeouts. You know, that's probably – yeah, I mean, that's what you were hoping for from him, considering he'd been out for so long. Mm-hmm. But after that, like, I mean – Garrett Richards. I mean, he was a, a washout with the the Angels.
1: Hey, Cole's not even starting this wild card game. It's um Nathan Ivaldi. Right, right. For the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Who ah, he's fine. He's been served, so he's been a good number two picture, but if I had a choice between him and Chris Sell, I'd pick Chris Sell in a heartbeat. Of course. And then the Reds, like, ah, I was um, last week when we had your little hangout and I was speaking to your dad. He was asking me how I felt about the Astros' chances. And I was like, I feel like the Astros can win it all or they can go out in the first round. It's the year when there's no, like, really overbearing team in the American League. Mm-hmm. Like, any of the five teams could make it to the World Series and I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Yeah, especially the way Tampa made it last year, like, mm-hmm. and there's they're back again. I mean, who knows at this point?
1: Yeah, like if you told me Tampa just um, just ran the tape, I'd be like, oh, of course it's Tampa. You told me New York or Boston, you know, got wild card team that gets hot. We've seen that happen year in year out, and same thing with either Houston and um, the uh, Chicago. Either team is like, okay, so if you get two high pitchers and two of your hitters go on a tear, you can make it all the way to a World Series. Mm-hmm. Like, if you would tell, you've told me that you can guarantee um, Lance McCullers and um, Framber uh, Val- Valdez were doing um, pitch lights out and the Astros were going to be carried by Carlos Correa and um, Kyle Tucker, I'd be like, okay, so we win the World Series. Like, nothing, nothing out of the American League is going to surprise me. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: This really is a, um, th- this is a very unpredictable playoff se- season. And, uh, very exciting man just thinking about like i haven't really sat back to think about all that until you just brought it up but man that's that's a it's a great point those are great points that's a very exciting prospect of of what could happen you know
1: and over in the national league I, i know the giants won the most games but like if they went seven against the dodgers and lost would you be surprised? No, if the Cardinals because won and went in and you know beat them in five or six, would you be surprised? No, I think this is the most open um, postseason bracket that we've seen in a while. Mm-hmm.
0: And you asked, I mean, we were talking, we were kind of prepping, like we we're gonna do, like our surprise, like most the most shocking thing or surprising thing about the playoffs, and I'll just get to it, man. the The fact that San Francisco was the best team in baseball this year with 107 wins. i not expecting, expecting that at all. And on top of the fact, like you said, it wouldn't be shocking if they lost to any of these teams. If they, you know, if they, it wouldn't be surprising at all if, if they lost to the Dodgers in a, a, you know, a long drawn out playoff series. Wouldn't be shocking at all to see, you know, St. Louis's, uh, uh, devil magic that you I think what you call it uh, you Arnold's know,
1: devil magic right
0: you know take them out again like this is it's impressive it's impressive that they were this good with with a, you know a team that I mean for the most part was kind of it's a very patched patchwork kind of team I mean, look at all these guys. That three years ago, when they were signing these these guys, you were thinking like, "What? What are they doing? Like, this? They're just putting, you know, just throwing money at players that they, you know, just to do it." I mean, they still have Johnny Cueto. Kevin Gosman became the Kevin Gosman that we were all hoping for five years ago when he was, you know, like a number two or three prospect mm-hmm. with Baltimore. Um. Alex Wood, you know, could you Alex Wood consist is sneakily consistent. I don't know if you've ever like followed him, but like I was I was picking him up towards the end of our um our fantasy baseball run. Nerd back in the day, right? And this guy was consistently winning 11, 12 games and like you know, not uh, not a Cy Young contender, you know, by any stretch. But, like,
1: he won 16 games with the Dodgers back in 2017. Where the fuck was 16 and I? 16-3, yeah. 2.72 ERA. What the? Where was I? <laughs> I don't remember any of this. Yeah,
0: he was strictly, like, decent. And then offensively, I mean, look, Chris Bryant, a guy that you know fell off quickly, and was you know their, I mean, he wound up being their big um, trade deadline acquisition. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, else? darn it, who else? Um, Evan Longoria. I mean, guy's been around for a long time now, and you know, I mean, guys like that, it's like. You know, it would, to me, I'm like, how is it? I'm, I'm looking at this team, I'm like, how did they win 107 games?
1: You know, offensively, it was just a bunch. Like, of, all
0: those guys that we just mentioned were, yeah. were outcasts.
1: It's just a bunch of veterans coming together and having a great season collectively. Brandon Crawford, Buster Posey, mm-hmm. Brandon Bell, who's broke, I think he broke his pinkies out, Darren Ruff, Mike Juszinski. It's just a bunch of guys. And you already mentioned Evelyn Longoria, that had that last hurrah all together. Oh yeah, about man, thumb, that, that's, that's
0: probably the best way to put it. I mean, they're all over thirty.
1: Yeah,
0: Mike. Yeah, I mean, Posey's thirty-four. Crawford's mm-hmm. thirty-four. Longoria's
1: thirty-five. Yeah, Mike. Yes, Yeskrimski. Yeah, he's um, he's sneaky old. He's thirty-one. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, Johnny Cueto's
0: thirty-five. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was a bunch of guys having that one last – well, hopefully not last, but that one gray season. And everything just comes together, and they make a run at it. Mm-hmm. Out of all the teams that are in the playoffs, like if next year the Giants are hovering around 500, I wouldn't be surprised at all.
0: Hell, I was expecting that this year.
1: Oh, I wouldn't even expect them to get to 500. We both, <laughs> Nobody, expect, I don't think anybody yeah, did. no one did. I think you and me and, and the rest of baseball expected this to be a dogfight between the Dodgers and the Padres. And the Padres were there for a, a little bit, but that last month and a half, their pitching took a nosedive. They were mm-hmm. signing cast offs like, um, oh man. Now I can't remember, but basically they were just, um, just try, trying to find any kind of pitching they could it could grab and it. it just was not working for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my biggest disappointment of the season. Mm. You know,
0: I, I picked them to go all the way and, and face the Astros.
1: You you well, you picked them to face the Astros, I picked them to face the Yankees. Um and they disappointed both of us. Right. Who were they out there trying to Sorry it was just crashing jake arietta who crashed and burned his last time and um what was the one vincent Velasquez. that's when you're taking on um projects like that you know you are down (laughs) bad and they were thank god for um joe musgrove Mm -hmm. or else this would have been a whole lot worse than it was um Mm-hmm. so you had the Padres that you most disappointed
0: you Darvish got hurt
1: yeah so that's your most disappointing yeah just because
0: they you know they were the I would say so just because there was so much hype and so much you know so many expectations because they were you know getting you Darvish and uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. is coming back for another season you know full season you know, Machado, uh, another full season of Machado. And um. yeah, I think th- just, there were so many expectations for this team. And then for them to not even make the playoffs, that's, that's gotta be the biggest disappointment.
1: You know, yeah, I can agree with that, but just to be different, I'm saying the Mets. The Mets have to be the most disappointing team in the league this year. They set the record for, the, for a team to have the most days in first place that ended up with a losing record. Say that one more time. They set the record for a team having the most days in first place that ended up with a losing record. <laughs> oh, my God. Are we talking about the Padres cratering? No. The Mets crashed, burned, and blew up seven cities on the way. It was horrendous. And only because we don't watch the the National League that much, but they were on top of the world for about four months, and it it all just came apart. mm -hmm. And the Braves just took advantage and zoomed right past them.
0: Did what the Braves usually do as well. Mm -hmm. They got some... Devil magic of their own, it seems like.
1: <laughs> and the only team that, well, only other disappointment I see, the Minnesota Twins, they never got out of the block. They just had bad month after bad month, and they just never could turn around. And I picked them to win this division, and they never had a chance. Mm-hmm.
0: And they wound up blowing it up.
1: Yeah, ended up with the worst uh, record in the AL Central.
0: Well, they they traded Nelson Cruz. Mm -hmm. And they traded um, the pitcher to uh, Toronto. Oh, gosh. What's his name? Who knows? (laughs) I got it. Almost got it. Uh, Jose Barrios. Oh, former top prospect. You know
1: they I think this is... Man, disappointing.
0: That's a, that's a great pick too. That's a you know, sad great pick I guess. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um and, you know, I was trying to think of a team that was like really impressed, um, not impressive, but like just broke through and Like, besides the Giants, there really wasn't one. And I was also thinking, like, what team in the playoffs isn't a consistent fixture in the playoffs? Like, the last, let's say, last, like, 10 years? I Mm -hmm. mean, you have the Red Sox and Yankees, of course. The Rays have been good for a while. The Astros have been good for five, six years now. The Sox? They made the playoffs last year. They're kind of coming on. And then the other side on the other side in the National League, it's the Giants, it's the Dodgers, the Cardinals, the Braves, and the Brewers. So it's like the only like quote unquote newest team is the is the White Sox. And they've won a World Series with the last 20, what, 15, 16 years? 16 years. So it wasn't 16, like that. Yeah. yeah there wasn't like the crazy breakthrough new team this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, ever since the Astros left the National League, it kind of opened up for the Cubs and Brewers and, and Cardinals because um, the Brewers have been in there. Yeah, the Brewers have been now. a
1: couple of times. They keep getting knocked out by the Dodgers and such, but they've been in there. I mean, the newest, mm-hmm. the newest team to the playoffs right now is the White Sox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were in there last year in that crazy, kooky, whack a <laughs> yeah. They were there. It's the, it wasn't like there was a, unex, a real unexpected like foreign, uh, I guess foreign is the right word, but like a, a non-national recognized team. It's not like, oh, my God, who's this coming in? I mean, mm-hmm. even though the Giants won 107 games, it's still the Giants.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've won, what, two World Series titles in the last uh, 10 years?
1: Three. Then they win three every other year. It might have been. So maybe Google even year magic. What was it? (laughs) Uh, ten and twelve and fourteen.
0: Yeah, three. Good God. Yes, three titles in the last eleven years.
1: Yeah. say 10 12 and 14 yeah and even year numbers from 2010 to 2016 the Giants winning percentage was 557 and odd years is only 506 Jeez. Hmm. that is crazy <laughs> You forgot that. Well, not, I forgot it
0: was. I didn't realize it was three titles. I thought nah, it was at
1: least two. Nah, I remember that even year bullshit kept popping up. Since 2010. Because I remember people were trying to make the um, argument that they had a dynasty. And, and some people were like, oh, yeah, it's a dynasty. And you won three titles in six years. And other people were like, well, it never won back to back. So is there really a dynasty? And I was like, no.
0: That's a good point
1: shit it's three rings in 6 years you can call it whatever you want it's still three <laughs> titles
0: man three three titles since 2010 for the giants
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh let's see and nobody else has won more than two
1: we haven't had a back-to-back champion in 20 years and that mm-hmm. was the yankees yeah
0: but that's when they were buying everything up. I mean, shit, the
1: Dodgers are doing that right now. You see how hard it is for them to win titles.
0: I know we're talking about playoff baseball, mm-hmm. but if you, if you really would ask me the most disappointing thing about baseball in the past, we'll say five years, right. the Chicago Cubs, they felt it seemed like they were built to be an offensive juggernaut. And by the end of it, five years later, they got rid of everybody. Bryant and Baez and God, who else was on that that 2016? They just Rizzo. Their problems with the, Rizzo, they just couldn't get they couldn't develop pitching. And that that's that's the most disappointing thing. Because that lineup was that core lineup was set, man. They were good, but that pitch they just could never they relied on, you know, John Lester, who was already thirty-six or whatever at the time, and then just could never develop any other pitchers for, you know, uh, to set them up, you know, for the future.
1: I always remember, um, I think it was Dallas Kaiko was giving like an interview after, like, the year after the World Series. And he was like, Oh, yeah, we're going to be back. We'll be fine. We're not going to be like Chicago and die out. And then people in Chicago were like getting pissed off and everything. Like, how dare he say such a thing? Like, we're going <laughs> to die out. And look at you now. It's been what, six years? No. I won twenty. Yeah, it's been five years since your title, and you're can't, you can't even make five hundred. Meanwhile, the Astros are back in the playoffs. Yeah,
0: that's really the most disappointing thing in, in baseball in the past five years.
1: Especially, like Wrigley Field just makes money hand over fist. Mm-hmm. It's one of the places, like Wrigley, Fenway, the Yankees. Like, it's a place where winning should come before everything because you're going to make the money you're you're a national like stronghold for lack of a better term. like mm-hmm. people are going to come see you whether you're home whether you're on the road the jersey side, everything. everything's like you, there's no reason for you to ever say oh we're broke or such oh we don't have the money it's like you have the money you just don't want to spend it
0: Yep, but real quick so since 2010, mm-hmm. Giants with three titles, title victories, Red Sox with two title victories, and then one for everybody else Cardinals, Royals, Cubs, Astros, Nationals, and Dodgers.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's but hard to repeat, man. It is, mm-hmm. but
0: we can be thankful. It's an odd year. It's 2021, so I'm not expecting the Giants to go to the World Series.
1: I mean, if history has shown anything, since it's an odd year, you should expect the Astros to go to the World Series. Went in 17, went in 19. Mm-hmm. Still don't understand how they lost in 2019. That'll <sighs> haunt me to the end of my days. That'll be my... That will be my dying words as I'm on my deathbed surrounded by my children and grandchildren. Why didn't A.J. put in Garrett Cole and then like,
0: second most disappointing thing in baseball in the last five years? It's, most
1: disappointing. it's the second most disappointing thing that's happened in Houston where Houston baseball first would be the whole scandal. Sure. Yeah. Uh, So, you want to talk about the Astros? Yeah, I mean... You you got anything left from the playoffs? No, no. Before we we switch over to Astros, just tell me who you think is going to make it to the World Series.
0: I'm still thinking the Astros Uh in the American League. Uh I'm going to still be the homer. Uh, National League, let's see. I'm going to say the Braves. I'm just going to throw a wild card out there. just for, uh, um, just to be, you know, for, you know, just to be different, let's, let's say, let's go with the Braves.
1: Okay. Um, Decent
0: young, uh, decent young rotation with Charlie Morton as the, you know, the, the anchor, like not the anchor, but the, uh, the veteran, you know, who has plenty of postseason experience, plenty of world series experience, had a good year this year. And that offense is pretty good with Swanson and Freeman, uh, Peterson. They're definitely missing uh, the outfielder. The, uh, they're, they're, you know, that amazing young kid, I forgot what his name.
1: Suna. No, no.
0: Uh, dang,
1: there's too many good players nowadays. That's true. That is uh, true. I can't remember the dude's name. Just this do, do, do. While you're looking that up, I'll give you my pick, and my pick is the um. My matchup is a matchup that no one at Fox wants to see, and that would be the Tampa Bay Rays versus the Milwaukee Brewers.
0: Wow, You're going with Rays and Brewers? <laughs> yeah, I'm going Rays and Brewers. Ronald Acuna Jr. Junior oh, from Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Um, wow. Look, man, it's hard to argue with that because I still don't understand how Tampa is this good.
1: We say it's all time. Tampa could find an usher in the sands and bring him down to the field and it will hit 285. Like it, it makes no yeah. sense. They're, they're scouting and development. is the best in the league. It's, um, I, I don't have the words to describe how great Tampa is at fielding a team on a shoestring budget, but they're amazing mm-hmm. at it. They've been doing it for years and you know i think they're better at it yeah i think like this is their year they're going to the world series they're going to win that's what i'm big wow okay now would i like to see the astros win of course but you know i'm gotta make it interesting for the you know for the audience but that's definitely that's definitely the matchup that no one at Fox wants to see. <laughs> no, not at all. I don't think I don't think there's a worse one because Tampa Bay definitely has the smallest market out of all these teams, and out of the teams in the National League, I, it's the Brewers. Yeah, mm-hmm. small market versus
0: small
1: market. I'm pretty sure the matchup they would love to see is like New York, L.A. Of course. New York, L.A., Boston, L.A., New York, San Francisco, Boston, San Francisco, Houston, L.A.
0: It's good It's good to know that we're in the conversation though, mm-hmm. because five years ago, we would be considered one of those, oh, man, like, this is not what the network wants to see, but we're in that conversation now. The Astros are definitely up there because of all the drama all of the scandal
1: because for some reason human beings love to hate watch mm-hmm. i hate this thing let me give me let me give it all its attention i don't understand <laughs> it i've seen it happen with the mcu i've seen it happen with sports it just it makes no sense i hate this person with my entire heart and soul i'm going to pay attention to everything they do <laughs> is that if If you hate the Astros that much that you're paying attention to them more than I am, congratulations. You're a fan. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, So let's go to the Astros. Um, This season, a success for all things considered. Um, One thing that I know I said, I think you joined in with me as well. Um, We were, Kind of worried about what would happen in the center, pil- center field position with George Springer moving on. And the thing I said was like, "Hey, they just need someone out there to be competent because Jordan Alvarez is going to replace his numbers at the plate." And well, that's exactly what happened. That's what happened. Exactly what happened. In fact, going you're a wise man. I, I catch one every once in a while and then sometimes I say stupid things like um, no one in the National League is going to finish over 500. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Um, go ahead. I'm I'm going to check something real quick. Go ahead. National League Central. National League Central. My bad. Go ahead and speak for a second. I'll look something up real quick.
0: Look, man. I mean, part of the reason why I picked this team to go all the way is I mean, obviously, the homer aspect but the starting rotation is, I mean, it's got to be the best in the in the American League overall in the National League. Obviously, the Dodgers. That's that's a scary rotation, um, but man, this is a good young rotation with um, that's not like that's that's been there, that's been there that knows how to pitch in these situations. I mean, uh, Urquidy was amazing in the world series in 2019 Fromber pitched in the playoffs last year and was really good. Um, who else did, I think I don't know if Garcia pitched in the playoffs last year and then, you know, you've got McCullers who's closed out world series titles, you know, for the team uh, grinky you know, um, you know, I think his age was showing a bit this year, but um,
1: yeah, he. I think in the playoffs, he's,
0: he'll be able to, yeah, you know, his um, – uh, he's still skilled enough to put it together for the, play, for the playoff run, you know, whether it's one last playoff run for him with the team or not. Um, and then this offense is still very dangerous. Top to bottom, you cannot go wrong with this offense. Probably the best – I mean, again, I think the best offense in the American League. Mm-hmm. if not all of baseball. Badland. And, again, like you said, an offense that no longer has George Springer. I mean, that's how good this... this I mean, like you said, they, or they, they made up for it. They quelled my fears. They proved you right. And I think they're good enough to continue doing that into, well into the playoffs.
1: Let's see. The Astros were first in baseball and offensive war, first in WRC+, and first in batting average. So, yeah, they can still hit. Yeah.
0: The only thing I'm concerned with, obviously, is the bullpen. Uh, mm-hmm. We just got to get that out of the way. This bullpen, for all the trades that we made to improve the bullpen, while it looked good at the beginning, clearly has not been working the last three weeks of the season Graveman's all over the place Maton's all over the place um you mentioned Greinke going to the bullpen that might be the best option It's a solid starter who could give you a few innings um but yeah th- that bullpen is definitely shaky and um Presley's had a few rough outings as well uh, the past couple of weeks. um, But I think he's still good enough to shut it down. So that's not as concerning. But it's mostly these new guys that we got. You know, we'll see. But if your rotation can give you six innings, six and two-thirds, you know, best case scenario, seven innings, I mean, that's a good chance, man. I don't know. That's still good. But that bullpen does definitely uh, concern me. As I'm it should. pretty sure I'm not alone.
1: Yeah, <laughs> It's been shaky all year. Uh, so what I was looking up was the number between George Springer and Jordan Alvarez. George Springer this year played in 78 games. 264 Jeez. batting average. 22 home runs. 59 RB. Uh, no, 50 RBIs. Wow, that was low. And for a 2.3 war Jordan alvarez 144 games hit 277 33 home runs 104 rbis with a 3.8 war so when we said that all Jordan had to do was replace george springer's um production at the plate apparently he heard us and said bet because he outproduced george springer like I can't imagine how pissed off people would be if George spring we if the Astros had given him that huge six-year deal and he miss, he started off and missed like half the season.
0: Yeah, and been hurt that whole time. I mean, just an injury that just seemingly wouldn't let up, and to miss all those games. <laughs>
1: And to be a guy who plays as hard as he does, like, mm-hmm. his legs have to be 100% because it, it was it was going to be, and it turned out to be a thing, like, if he goes out there and it's only 80%, he's running and he's doing everything he, he can, he's going to push it and break it again, again and again and again. That's exactly what happened this season. Which sucks. I I really like the guy, and um, you know he's great. he was great for the Astros while he was here. I don't want to see him hobbled for any time in his career. But of course, as the Astros fan, I'm glad we're not on the hook for that contract.
0: Yeah, in hindsight. I mean, in hindsight, it looks like it was the right decision. Mm-hmm. Um, And, you know, you still got good production on straw for the first half, you know, the first, what, four months of the year mm-hmm. before they traded. Um, it's great on the, on you know, on the base path. And then you got, you, you were able to pepper in, you were still able to make up, not just Alvarez, but all of the outfielders really made up for that offensive loss. I mean, Chaz McCormick came out, you know, came out and, and, Provided some good offense at at times, especially when he had playing. you know, his playing time was a little more consistent. Um, Jake Myers started off hot when when they, uh, after they traded straw and brought him up to the the big league roster. Um, Siri hit pretty well for a little bit, you know, a brief spell. Um, But he's not going to be on the playoff roster.
1: Yeah, I believe he broke his pinky finger.
0: Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, that, that settles that, but um, yeah, I mean, the everybody pretty, yeah, I mean, pretty made up for the, the loss of Springer and um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, I still feel good about this team. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Myers and McCormick have the same issue when they luck into one, they can hit a mile away. The problem is they just strike out way too much. Both of them yeah. with a K percentage, north of 30%. Jeez. Myers is only on the team for two months. <laughs> Not 29. even. 49 games, 100, yeah, 163 played appearances. He struck out 30% of the time. 30.7. Oh, yeah, that's... And then McCormick was even worse. He struck out 32.5% of the time. That was the one advantage that Malstra had over both of them. He was better at um, walks and not striking out. But he definitely didn't have the pop that either one of these guys had.
0: No, no. And he could get on base, you know. I mean, he he was getting on base pretty, you know, seemed pretty consistently just because he was Scoring runs and also stealing bases. I mean he stole quite a few bases, at least, you know, for our team. For a team that doesn't typically run. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. He for the Astros, Mouse stole 17 bases. In total, he stole 30 between the Astros and the Indians. Yeah. Wow. You know, the Astros just do not steal. Altuve has been done with stealing for a while. Correa, I think, I think 2017 was the last time that he had like even double digit steal total. I'm going to look that up right now.
0: After Altuve stole what, like 50 bases one Mm -hmm. year? He
1: stole
0: like 50. He was like, that's it. I'm. I'm done
1: with this. 2016 is the last time Correa stole double digits. He went to uh, the start 2015, 14, 13, and then two, three, one. And the last two years, he's stolen in zero basis.
0: <laughs> hey, you know, for all the talk of Alvarez, um, Oh, yeah, 56 bases, stolen bases for Altuve in 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, last time he sold, stole double digits was 2018-17. 2018 with 17 steals, And then that's it. Um, back to the George Springer thing. Mm-hmm. Not only Alvarez, we, we, we can't overlook the emergence of Kyle Tucker, who, I, again, I was proven wrong. We talked about it, I think, maybe last year. I was getting, you know, it's just getting impatient, I guess it's the best way to put it. Where at one point I even, you know, I remember we talked, I don't remember what episode, but I definitely remember, you know, having my reservations. Like, is this guy going to really pan out? But you, you told me, take it easy. He's only 23, you know, at the time, super young, you know, he's just got to have more consistent playing time. And boom, I mean, he's, arguably the best hitter on the team this year and
1: putting it together, including that slow start that he had at the beginning of the year. And if you are like me and you looked at the stats and the numbers, you can tell, Oh, he's just getting unlucky. He's hitting the hell out the ball. He's just hitting into outs. This is eventually turn around for, him. and damn it, after April ended from May on, he's just been lighting, just tearing the cover off the ball.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In fact, that's so uh, that makes up for your AL player of the month, Kyle Tucker. That's right.
0: That's true. I mean. And, you know, again, only 24 years old. So he, you know, you have to think he's only going to get better. And he had a monster year this year, Mm -hmm. this age 24 season. So I'm glad I was proven wrong. I'm glad, and the crazy you know.
1: thing about Kyle Tucker is always like he had this amazing year, hit 294, 30 home runs, 92 RBI, and he's constantly been hitting fifth, sixth, or seventh in the lineup. So I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm done with uh, Jose Altuve, Carlos Correa, Bregman, Brantley, uh, Gurriel, who just won a batting title. I get past Alvarez, and here comes Kyle Tucker would probably one of the top 15 hitters in all of baseball. Mm-hmm.
0: Again, that's why I, I have no problem picking them, you know, to make it all the way, to go all the way.
1: I remember we talked about this at the beginning of the year because we were talking about the loss of Garico and the <laughs> not the loss of Garico, but the loss of Verlander, where we basically said that the offense was just gonna have to hit hit um Hit their way to the playoffs and uphold the pitching, and that's basically what happened. The pitching mm-hmm. staff was better than I expected. Um, Luis Garcia definitely helped, and um, uh, Lance McCullers has found another level. But they basically mashed their way into the top of the AL West. Yeah, and you
0: know, for all the talk of the bullpen, you know, the reservations of the bullpen, you know. I guess we also have to, to take into into consideration that the last two months of the season, I mean, this team played, what, two different stretches of like 20 straight games, mm-hmm. 15 to 20 straight games. And by the end of that last stretch, the last uh, 17 games or 17 straight game stretch, I mean, they were clearly exhausted, the offense and pitching. I mean, because they, they got swept by, I think, the A's.
1: Mm-hmm
0: and i mean it's just clear they were just exhausted so for you know again i still have my reservations about the, the bullpen but i feel like having this week off leading up to it hopefully will do them some good and get everybody reset refreshed and, and ready to go um
1: and i definitely share your reservations but for me it's like if you're up 10 the three and the seventh inning or do you really care that much about the movement? right right
0: yeah i mean if you can work your way up to that then, then yeah no no worries at all but playoff baseball you know it, it can be different man you know the the games could be closer hopefully not i mean i would love to see us win 10 to 3 every night obviously <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think they're just. Oh my look- god! Hmm. I'm
0: gonna send you ten bucks on Venmo. Son
1: of a bitch! Oh, what happened? You already popped up? They
0: already showed it. I, I'm what? watching a. I'm on ESPN's website. You know, I'm looking at the the Astros' stats, mm-hmm. and on the side, you know, mm-hmm. they those videos that always run. Well, they're already showing the the history of the Yankees or Red Sox, and. I'll be damned! They they included the very controversial uh, footage of a, a professional athlete manhandling an old man.
1: <laughs> Pedro said, "Run Damn. up, get done up." I told, you, I
0: told you. Damn. Okay, I'm gonna bend more. You.
1: I'm a so, man of man of my word. Thank you for the lottery money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yes, I I do buy lottery tickets, especially when it's over six hundred million dollars. Hey, I got mine. Yeah, I got mine today too. God help you if I hit that money. Y'all might get a podcast every day. But I got <laughs> shit else to do with be be rich trust me if our podcast if, if we go up to like three or four a week that means uh, some one of us got loaded okay i'm letting y'all know right here right now right
0: i love it man that's awesome all
1: right um let's see anything else in the astros let's i don't want to talk about the carlos correa contract right now all i can say let's is, let's yeah all I want to say is like what they did for him for the last game, you know, having him run out on the field um, by himself and getting the the standing ovation from the crowd, and then Dusty taking him out at the top of the ninth, so you know everybody can congratulate him. And just in case if it's his last regular season game, um, I love that. But as far as the contract and what happens next year, I'm not not even going to worry about until we're done with the season. Agree? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Unless so, if unless they, everybody loses their minds and just, and they negotiate in these next three days while we're off, mm-hmm. and somehow some deal is made, I'm not even thinking about it.
1: Oh, I guess the only thing I can say and joking around is like, they really should have got a deal done in the offseason because the number, that it was back then is not the number that it is now it's like mm-hmm. that fat Joe yesterday's price is not today's price <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah you're gonna get paid um man Try to think you want to do um, talk about MVPs or anything like that uh
0: No, because I'm not prepared. <laughs> oh. I have, I'm not. I mean,
1: that's all right. The only thing I was going to say is the AL MVP. It seems like it's wrapped up already. Uh, Shohei Aton, you damn liar! Shohei Aton is going to win that thing. Really? Yes, I'm looking at his stats right now. Look, okay, uh, on the hitting side, two fifty-seven batting average, forty-six home runs, which was third in the league, hundred RBIs. Uh, eight triples, twenty-six stolen bases, and then on the pitching side, he went nine and two with a three point one eight ERA, one hundred thirty point one innings pitch, with one hundred fifty-six strikeouts. He's gonna win the American League MVP. I'm sorry. Hmm. The only question is who's gonna win the National League, and there's like three people who are who are a contender for that one, and. Honestly, I have no clue who is going to be.
0: Yeah, I mean this. Uh, then this could be the year that the MVPs are from two really bad teams. I guess, or not really bad teams, but two bad teams. Yeah, because Tatis could win it from the the Padres.
1: Tatis, Bryce Harper, and there's one other person I'm missing. Is it Soto, I think it's Soto.
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't. You know what? Wouldn't be surprised if he won that. If he could be Soto, but I think in the American League, it's, it's going to be Guerrero.
1: Oh, you want to put another ten dollars on it? <laughs> no, I don't. Double or nothing. No, <laughs> come on, get a chance to win your money back. All right, what the hell? I'll say Guerrero. All right, I'm pick I'm picking Utani. It's a lock.
0: He's second in the league in batting. Uh tied for first in Homers. Uh let's see. Led the league and run scored. Damn it. Damn it. I'm trying to sort this. There we go. Yeah, led the league and run scored. Um was on a better team. I mean, if we're talking about teams that didn't make the playoffs I mean, his team was a little bit closer
1: that's true but baseball has become the one sport where it does not matter how your team does when it comes to individual awards sure it's the mike trout clause, mm-hmm. and that's why i think it's going to go to autonic because everything he's done on the mound in the field at the plate and just basically being the only thing of substance on the angels team since mike trout went down
0: yeah. Offensively, Guerrero had a higher war, 6.8 to
1: 4.9. Um, you say it was 4.9?
0: Yeah, offensively. Oh, uh, I don't know if, if what his cumulative war would be. But oh, we're about to find out. Now I'm looking at ESPN's uh,
1: oh, okay, stats. Goddamn ESPN. <laughs> Hey, they just won you ten bucks. <laughs> yes, they did. Praising them, I'm uh, thank very thankful. Yeah, here on FanGraphs, the difference is uh, Guerrero's WAR is six point seven, and Otani's is five point one. Okay. I and mean, then we throw in that sweet pitching in there. Yeah, I mean. If, if anything's going to put him over the hump, that's going
0: to be it. And, I, you know, I mean, I can't be mad at that either. I mean, I'm not. That's a. Uh...
1: I know you're not going to be mad. You might be mad when you get that Vimo request for $10. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Let's see. Otani said his hitting war was 5.1 on fan graphs on pitching side. Oh, Lord. I forget I have to change the innings pitch from qualify because he didn't qualify for the pitching stats because he got to pitch at least 162 innings. Pitch. I literally just said how many he pitched. And I don't remember. Never get old kids It's a trap. Stay young forever. Otani. so pitching war three even, so that puts him at eight point one total, which is more than Guerrero.
0: That's true. Okay. Uh, um, in the National League, who do you have winning the Cy Young?
1: Oh Jesus Christ! I, I or MVP? I guess uh, I don't know either. MVP? One. I'm not doing any Cy Young. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that much study. Um, I'm going Harper. Okay,
0: that's fair. Had a great season.
1: I'm not putting any money in this because if Soto or Tatis won, I would not be remotely surprised. Mm-hmm. The only thing that might hurt Tatis is oh, I was going to say the amount of games he played. But you know, oh, he played yeah. a, he played 130, which was more than I thought he did. Like, if he was around, like, where Buster Posey is, like in that 113, 115 range, and I'd be up. Yeah, i say he wouldn't have a chance. But he, pay, he played, Tatis played 130 games, Harper 144, Soto 151. Mm-hmm. So that shouldn't be too much to hurt him. But yeah, I'll stick with Harper. I can't argue with that. And all three of the guys we named do not lead uh the fangrafts war board. Number one is Trey Turner. Yeah. But he- is it possible he could win?
0: Or is the fact that he got traded is that gonna go against him?
1: I don't think the trade is gonna go against him. I just think like, he led the league in hitting. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: a high war, you know, one of the top wars in the in the National League.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the see. only thing that hurts him is just like the narrative from just going to a super
0: team. Yeah. Okay. Blood League
1: and Hits. Uh but that's the crazy thing. He leads the League and War hits and all this stuff. And every writer that I've seen that's put out their NL MVP list, they have him like either third, either fourth, or not on the list at all. It's some combination of Harper Soto and, T- and Tatis. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. So I I'm just going with what I, I've seen the writers go with.
0: So, yeah, okay, the most probable. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah, I get that. It's an interesting case, though, to, to have a guy that's traded midseason um, and still, you know, should, no, should at least receive consideration.
1: Yeah, and honestly, it's not his fault. I mean, he was hitting the cover off the ball. He was one of the top players in the league. And mm-hmm. another team that's trying to repeat as World Series champion saw him on a sorry team and traded for him. I mean, <laughs> that's not his fault. It's like, oh, wow, I was so good. You guys wanted me to help you? <laughs> it's a dumb narrative, but it's – MLB writers was so – Stuck in their ways,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: the polite way to put it. So I can see that hurting him. Ah, Anything else baseball wise, my friend?
0: No, sad to see the regular season, another regular season end, but Mm -hmm. pumped for another playoff run.
1: Yes. Every season that ends, just makes me feel older. Did you go to see any games no. this year?
0: Uh I went to one game. No, I ain't go yeah. to any. Well, let's go next season. We'll let's make, let's make 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 plans.
1: Let's all go to the Astros. Let's all go to the Astros. Let's all go to the Astros and been to buy
0: much, a $20 beer.
1: To spend too much money. Another reason I'll be pissed if Korea leaves. My son has a Korea journey. Oh, no. So <laughs> So if Korea leaves, that means I have to go um Find him a new player? Yeah. He's got a two Bay in Korea. So it might have to be bring home a Bregman or a, um Alvarez. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Well, that's it. That's all we got for tonight. Um, we'll be back on Thursday talking about the football and the very pathetic Houston Texans. Whew. That was a shellacking. The wrap it up buzzers tell me it's time to go. <laughs>
0: you, know you hear that? Yeah, I hear it. <laughs> yeah, yo, that's B, awesome. wrap that shit up. B. All right, Once I got you start it. mentioning the Texans, they're like, all right, that's yeah, it. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Save that sadness for another podcast. All right, okay. let's get out of
1: here. Okay. Um, you like what you hear, please um, subscribe, share. Always thanks for downloading and listening to us. We appreciate it very much. And uh, we shall be back Thursday. Anthony, as always, a pleasure to talk to you, my man. Yes, sir. Go Astros. Go Astros, indeed. And for Anthony, I'm DeQuincy. Later, babies. <coughs>